Was your health way too difficult to manage in 2023? Are you ending 2023 feeling overwhelmed or discouraged by your health? If so, you may benefit from having a health plan for 2024. At the beginning of 2023, I shared my health goals for the year in episode 122. And a few weeks ago, I shared my update on how my health goals went for 2023 and how I achieved it all with minimal effort and without completely exhausting myself. Now today, I'm opening up my life and sharing my health plans for 2024. I'm also sharing with you how I determined what my health goals for 2024 would be, what I'm doing to prep to hit them, and how you can do all this too. As I made this episode, I was reminded of the quote from Benjamin Franklin, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Health doesn't have to be a guessing game or something random that just happens to you. You can actually have a planned impact on your health so you can no longer be a victim to your health, but feel that health is not only on your side, but easy too. Whether you are newly on your health journey or have been at it for a while, it's time to make your health a whole lot easier. Hey friend, welcome to the Better Belly Podcast. Do you want freedom from bloating and constipation? Do you find yourself up late at night Googling natural constipation remedies, causes for bloating, or recipes and exercises to help constipation? Are you frustrated with the mind game of trying to figure out what foods are helping or hurting your gut? Hey, I'm Allison, mom, wife, and functional gut health practitioner. At a young age, bloating and constipation were my constants. I didn't know what to do and wished I could just live a normal life focusing on my passions, my job, and my family. I was tired of abdominal pain that woke me up at night and wasting time and money on gut health remedies that just didn't work. Breakthrough moment, the functional medicine and osteopathic approach to gut health. In this podcast, you will find natural remedies for bloating and constipation, practical, doable belly exercises and massages, and debunked myths about what really is causing your tummy problems. So toss out those laxatives and say goodbye to that embarrassing gas. Your gut health is calling. And just as a reminder, this information is not meant to diagnose, manage, or treat disease. Always consult with your own health practitioner before you make any changes to your health. So before we jump into today's episode, I just want to make a note that if you want to hear the previous episodes from January and the one that I made a few weeks ago where I shared my health goals that I had picked for 2023 and then the one a few weeks ago where I gave an update on how they went, go check out episode 122 and 176 of our podcast or click the links that I've put in the show notes that lead to those podcast episodes and you'll hear what my process has been like for even what what it looked like for 2023 for me to create health goals and then walk them out. And even knowing that like when you hear the episode that I made a few weeks ago on how it went, like the whole ride wasn't smooth. And so it's normal that you can have health goals and it's not like everything's going to go perfectly, but the the actual plan is still going to help you achieve it. Even if it's, maybe it's not like, you know, you ran your marathon at your personal best time, but it's like, you just ran a marathon at all. Like whatever it is, you can still get your wins when you have a health plan. The health plan totally makes a difference. So I'm going to talk a little bit first about my health goals for 2024, how I determined them, what I'm going to do to get through them, and I'm going to walk you through my process so you can do this yourself. So I do recommend grabbing some paper or, you know, if you're a digital planner, pull out your digital notepad, um, 
pause this episode when we get to that planning side of things and come back to it because it's honestly super tactical, practical things that you can do to get your brain organized and really thinking about 2024. All right. So my goal for 2024 that I put together, I my health goal at least, I determined it was one thing. It, you know, last year it was kind of like three things more or less. This year it is one thing and it is to have a really relaxed pregnancy. Now, the part of the reason that that is my only goal is because pregnancy is a nine-month process. I am not pregnant now, but once I am, it's going to take up most of the year. Um, you know, if not the whole year, we don't know exactly when I'm going to get pregnant, but you know, it's one of those things. Once you get the show on the road, as long as everything stays healthy and right, then it's a long process. So I'm not going to throw other goals in like get my, you know, start weight training or anything else because that doesn't, that's not a part of my goal for being pregnant. And that's not part of how I'm going to achieve having a relaxed pregnancy. So how did I determine this as my goal? So it has to do with things that I'm currently experiencing in my body. I don't have currently anything holding me back in terms of like, I don't have symptoms that are plaguing my life. If those symptoms were plaguing my life, those would come first before pregnancy. So I don't have anything in front of me causing problems there. No brain fog, no bloating, none of that. Um, and ultimately I'm reflecting back on the fact that my first pregnancy was not super relaxing and it didn't have to do so much about my, my personal health during the pregnancy, but what was going on around me. And in particular, when I thought about wanting to have a relaxed pregnancy, wanting my baby that I'm carrying to not be exposed to high levels of cortisol, to have more positive feelings about what my pregnancy felt like, especially on my stress levels, what I determined was the biggest barrier to having my my relaxed pregnancy was going to be my focal point for this year. So I picked the relaxed pregnancy because it makes me happy is the main thing. When you pick your own health goals for 2024, I want you to pick something that makes you happy, that you're excited about. Like when I imagine a relaxed pregnancy, it makes me very, very happy. And and I'm going to give in t- get some details here on what didn't make my first pregnancy relaxing and what relaxing even means to me. It doesn't necessarily mean I'm just like laying on the couch all the time. What it would look like, what it would feel like, that those details will help me then create my plan, which I'm about to describe to you what my plan looks like. And it's also the same process that will help you determine your plan. So I am going to get to like really a, a five-step broken down process on how you're going to even like pick your own goal, et cetera. But just to quickly go through mine, it's going to be to have a relaxed pregnancy because it's going to make me happy. It's going to make me feel fulfilled that I'm treating the baby well, have more positive memories of the pregnancy, and probably even have just a better delivery and postpartum time. Again, with those things not even being that bad for me the first time around, but always aiming for just the next best level, knowing that pregnancies can be beautiful and awesome and same with delivery and postpartum. So the once I've determined my goal, I will need to determine how I'm going to achieve that goal. So the first thing I did is I thought through my biggest barriers. What are the things that did not or would not make my pregnancy super relaxing? 
one of the things, the, the main thing from the last time was my business. And not to be super weird, like I loved you guys. I loved creating this podcast during that time when I was pregnant. I still loved serving my clients, but there were things that were happening in my business that was causing me massive amounts of anxiety and grief and turmoil. And so even before I'm pregnant, I know that I want to get a plan in place and start actioning, making action steps on that plan so that by the time I am in my third trimester and wanting to reduce my hours that I'm working or in my, my maternity leave and I want to be able to take a break, that I can do that without being stressed. So my biggest barrier could be summed up as my business. When I think through breaking my business down into components that were stressful or the components that will be the solutions to the stress, I came up with team and finances. So a team to manage my business as I'm reducing my hours, still serving y'all because I have a team, but just reducing how many hours I'm working because I'm getting more and more pregnant and you know, belly's getting big. And then team to also manage my business during maternity leave so that when I come back, there's all you guys with your smiling faces for me to continue serving. The other thing is finances. So finances to pay myself and my team during maternity leave, finances that are just completely locked in so I don't have to worry about where the money's coming from, all the same stuff that you worry about even if you don't have a business, but that I am thinking about because I'm the person who who is creating my own income as a business owner. And again, I love the work. This is not a complaining thing. It's just planning, right? So you can have a goal that you have in your health. And when you identify your barriers, maybe finances are part of your barriers. It's a super common barrier to, excuse me, to have. It doesn't mean you look at your barrier like, I just can't do it. It's just not possible. It's, it's how, what are, what are the specific details around that barrier? And then how can you create a plan around it? So um, I also want to be very clear when I say I want to have a relaxed pregnancy and I want finances that are really consistent in my business and a team to manage it. I don't, this doesn't have to be your dream and it doesn't have to be your goals. Um, this is not like the only way to have a pregnancy. Plenty of people work full time in their pregnancy and as an employee up until the day they give birth or the week they give birth and they can still have a relaxed pregnancy or they can still feel like their pregnancy is fulfilling and fine. And that's great. So this is not a goal you need to have. This is not commentary on how pregnancy should be. This is what I want to do. And even something that I'm aiming to build my business and, and build how I support you guys so that it doesn't all rely on me. That's really good. Whether it's family life, it shouldn't all rely on you because otherwise that is when you get stressed. Um, you want to be able to have help ideally with kids and with meals and with cleaning. And that's when we are our healthiest, happiest humans living in community with help and support. So all I'm trying to do is do that in my business. So let's get planning. What I want you to do next is so that you can activate this yourself is number one, I want you to go and get a piece of paper. It could be a blank piece of paper, could be a piece of paper from your journal or pull out your phone. And I want you to write out on this paper, Q1, Q2, Q3, and Q4. Q, like capital Q, stands for quarter. The calendar year can be split up. It's 12 months, so you can split it up four times into three-month segments. Three-month segments are very good segments that I've seen consistently to get results in your health. So maybe you won't get like point A to point Z in three months, but you might be able to get from point A to point G, like a, a solid chunk. 
done. And so it's a really reasonable amount of time to give yourself to achieve something, even if it feels small, just to consistently work away at it. So if you're on like a blank sheet of paper, one thing I love to do for Q1, Q2, and Q3 is just like split the paper top to bottom, draw a vertical line down in the middle of the paper, top to bottom, and then draw a horizontal line from the middle of the side of the paper and you could have like quadrants, four quadrants, or if you're writing notes, just have like four headers that are Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4. And that's how we're gonna organize some of your thoughts. That's step one. Step two is to plan a time when you're gonna sit down and have time to really think about this because I recommend having time to, to just brainstorm and brain dump and reflect for about an hour at least. So get your husband or your parents to watch your kids, go to a coffee shop or get up early and do this if you're an early morning person or do you like kind of post kid bedtime, personal time, make it fun, cozy and relaxed. It'll help your brain think, treat yourself, make it fun, go to Starbucks, get your favorite or make your favorite drink at home next to a candle or your fireplace, whatever this, whatever you need to feel cozy and at home and ready to engage and brainstorm and not just like feel frustrated or rushed. So whatever your life situation is, um, work with that so that you can get that time. And I think, you know, around the holidays, this is where our lives are a little slower, maybe you have more time off from work and just communicate in advance with whoever you need to, whether it's family or your spouse or your kids, that you are wanting some time to yourself to go and think and brainstorm. And this can be one of the things that you do on that time away. Um, so you have your sheet of paper, you have that time where you're gonna sit down and think, grab this podcast episode, re-listen to it, it can also be great. Um, step number three once you're sitting down and you're staring at the piece of paper is to determine your health goals. You know, it, when I sat down and th thought about 2024, I like knew generally I wanted to be pregnant, but I wasn't sure what was going to come to mind for me when I thought about my health goals. But when you're thinking about your own health goals, what I find the categories of goals tend to fit into is either one, you're moving away from something. So you want less fatigue, less brain fog. You want to lose weight. You want less constipation. You're like avoiding a pain point or you're moving towards something. So a, a goal of the future, that's good. Maybe running a marathon or pregnancy, there's something related to your health. You're like envisioning and you're moving towards. When I think about my goal, having this relaxed pregnancy, I'm moving towards something. But if I, like previous years, when I've had acne or bloating or constipation or I didn't have a period, my goal was technically, it's not how I thought of it, but my goal was technically moving away from something, getting out of a problem. So once you have determined your goals and, and what you might want to do is just brain dump even like things you're thinking about, like I want to fit into that dress again, or I want, you know, to be able to run a certain number of miles, or I don't want knee pain when I stand, just kind of think through things that are bothering you, let them rise to the top, let them really just like might be stuff you already know, might be something you haven't thought of as directly, just give your time to do it. Once you have identified them, write these at the top or bottom of your paper. And I'm usually seeing like three to four goals max. Like I clearly have one this year. Last year I had three, but when you go past four big goals, it is harder to fit it into your quarterly like Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4. And this can get into something I've talked about before where you're like, well, I have constipation and I want to get pregnant. I, you know, I have no period and I want to get pregnant. You have to deal with the thing that might be like Maybe you have a moving toward something, but you can't run the marathon until you don't have knee pain. The knee pain just has to come first. So 
that's when we start to think about breaking your goals into steps. So take your, if the first thing you can break down is like, are, are, do you have health goals that need to come in a certain order? Like I, last year I wanted to do a parasite protocol and it had to happen while I was not breastfeeding and I went out, I was not pregnant. So it had to happen at a certain point in time. And that was, that is part of what determined the order of when I did my parasite protocol in 2023. So do you have anything that needs to happen, any goals that need to happen before another goal that you have on your sheet? And is there any goals you have on your sheet that maybe need to be pushed out to 2025? That's okay. Because you're not going to hit all your health goals for your entire life in one year. I have never done that. And every year you're going to get new, beautiful goals. So just pick the ones you're going to do this year. And if they do have an order they need to happen in, that's part of what happens. Um, But say you're looking at your health goals. Like my health goal is to have this relaxed pregnancy. And the key component to that is that my business is in a really good spot. I don't personally know what every step is going to look like to hit that goal. When I ran my half marathon last year, I did know every step because I've run a half marathon before. So I know what a training schedule looks like. I know the chiropractor that I I will go to if I get problems as I'm training. And I did. I knew all the steps I would need and all the resources I would need, maybe new running shoes or whatever, finances, the cost of certain things to to be able to run or register for the marathon. I knew those things. But my goal this year, I actually know a lot less about than my goals last year. And that does not make me worse or dumber or it less possible, but it does mean I need to spend more time and allocate time that I've really like actually planned that part of my succeeding in this goal is that I'm allocating time to do research to know how to achieve that goal. Hey, working on your health shouldn't be something that's taking all your mental energy and focus from your day-to-day living. You shouldn't have to plan your days around trips to the bathroom or siphoning out your best energy just to manage all your symptoms. You can live in a way where you have the energy to get through whatever your day throws your way. Not only am I proof that this is possible, but the 100 plus clients I've worked with over the last three years are too. They're able to live every day with energy, without bloating, and feeling like their best selves. How is this possible? Through the Better Belly Method, my signature method for getting rid of 80% of your symptoms in three to six months, leaving you in a place where health feels easy. I want you to be able to go to every one of your child's or grandchild soccer games and be able to be the too loud cheering parent or grandparent on the sidelines. I want you to be able to make that trip to Europe without worrying about where the closest bathroom is or learning how to ask that in French. I want you to be able to enjoy the holidays and family meals without fearing how you'll feel afterwards or feeling guilty for what you do eat. Your life should feel vibrant and your health should feel easy. Head to betterbellytherapies.com slash blueprint to learn exactly how you can make this happen today with my signature method. This is the best way to heal once and for all in a way that no traditional doctors will support you through. I can't wait to see you living your best life. Again, head to betterbellytherapies.com slash blueprint to get started today. Now back to the show. So once you have breaking, broken down your goals into steps, and we're going to get to, you know, if you're like me and you're like, I know my goal, no idea what the steps are, or just a vague idea of what the steps are. 
we're going to get to that. But once you've broken down your goals into steps, then number five, you're going to put those steps into your calendar. And what, I don't know, I don't care if you use a paper calendar or a digital calendar. I use a lot of Google and I use a business planning system called ClickUp. Um, I did not need this system until I had a business. So if you don't have a business, you're probably just fine with lists or with your Google calendar or your paper calendar. But this is where you actually start to put things into your calendar. And before you put in it into your calendar, you can come back to that paper sheet we started where it says Q1, Q2, Q3, and Q4 and start mapping things out. So the first step you do, first step I, you take when you're putting things in your calendar is determine what your hard date things are first. So if you're running a marathon and you know which marathon you want to do, then you know what date it's going to be. So maybe you want to run a marathon that's happening in June in Chicago. I don't think there is one in June in Chicago, but let's say there was, then you would put that into your calendar that for quarter two, at the end of quarter two in June, you are running this marathon. And then once you have those hard dates in there, you know, okay, if my, if my marathon's in June, I need to plan backwards what my training schedule is. If you know what a training schedule is like for you to run a marathon, you just put it in. If you don't know what it is, then what you'll do before the training schedule, which is really ASAP, like quarter one, is you need to give yourself time to research what you're going to, what the training schedule is going to be like. And I honestly did do this in 2023 when I knew I wanted to do the Parasite Protocol what happened is I knew how to do a parasite protocol for adults. And so I knew me and my husband were going to do it. I didn't know how much it was going to cost. So I, I, I just like didn't have the numbers top of mind. So I researched the total financial cost of doing the protocols. I researched, you know, what dates I would be starting and ending this protocol and how it would fit into my whole calendar year. But I also had to do, the hardest part was figuring out a protocol to do for my daughter. Cause I knew I wanted her to also be doing a small, um, like, child's uh, parasite protocol, but I didn't have one for a child. So I knew I needed to reach out and I reached out to a friend of mine who is a naturopathic doctor and does work with children. And I said, Hey, what do you know about doing parasite protocols for children? And she was able to give me some tips on different solutions, mainly homeopathy, but but some supplements and homeopathic solutions for helping a, a really a one-year-old get rid of parasites she might have been exposed to through me primarily as the mom who birthed her. So there was research, and I did that all in quarter one of this year. Quarter one of, of 2024 coming up for me is going to be very focused on getting all my details clear on, on how I'm going to achieve this goal of a relaxed pregnancy so that once I get to it, I have a better idea of like what I need to be doing throughout my pregnancy so that by the time I'm giving birth, I am very relaxed. So again, if you have hard dates, put those in first and then you're going to work backwards from any of those hard dates you have. If you don't have a hard date for your health goal, like even me getting pregnant doesn't have a hard date, partly because I don't know when I'm going to get pregnant. Once I am pregnant, as long as the pregnancy maintains, I will have an idea of my kind of due date, the hard date. Um, but there are plenty of goals like getting rid of constipation or brain fog that 
isn't going to have a hard day. You're kind of like, I wish it was gone yesterday, right? But you do still need a plan for that first. So the first thing you will do, just like even if you do have that like goal or a specific date where you know something needs to happen, is you need to make a plan. So some of the steps of making a plan that I always consider are one, who do I need to talk to? Do I need to talk to a spouse on finances? And do I need my spouse to be on board to hear my heart about where I'm at and how I feel in my body and get them on board so that they can support me as I'm making decisions or identifying potential solutions for my problem? Do you need a mentor or a guide like a health professional who can help you identify why you're having these problems and help you create your plan to hit these goals? Um, so another question might be, so who do you talk to is honestly big. Another one is how will you get your plan? So some plans, like you might just be able to Google like marathon training plan and there's like a billion of them. You can pick one. Um, or do you feel that you need to talk to like an exercise specialist who can help tailor a marathon training plan for you? Do you need to talk to a chiropractor cause you have knee pain? Um, do you need to work with another type of professional who can help you discover why you're having the symptoms you're having and what to do about that? Um, so those are the big thing is really you either know the plan, you can Google it or you can't. And if you can't Google it, you pretty much have to talk to somebody. And the question is, who are you going to talk to and how are you going to talk to them? Um, how do you pick those people? That can be something you can pick in quarter one is like, I'm going to reach out to so-and-so. I'm going to have a, t I'm going to talk with the husband about this. I'm going to start looking at my finances to figure out, you know, what we can put aside and towards this goal. Cause finances are always going to be involved in health. Health is not free. Insurance is not going to cover everything involved in health. And if you think it is, that does slow you down and being able to move forward. So yes, you can always try to work with insurance, but be prepared for the financial component of it so that it's not a barrier. Then once you do have your plan, say like quarter one, I'm going to be starting to rough up. Like, what is my plan? Okay, I'm going to need to record podcast episodes in advance. And when am I going to do that? Like, I'm going to start putting things in my calendar. As you get your plan, put them into your calendar. And that's when things really start to happen. So if you don't have these goals and you don't have these plans and you're just generally like flailing when it comes like, today I have a migraine, today I feel XYZ way, you, what happens is you're going to end up randomly buying supplements or randomly showing up to a doctor's appointment that you then have to get on a wait list for and it's super long and you wish you'd booked it, you know, three months ago. Um, and then you show up to the doctor's appointment and you think they're going to heal you and they don't. Like, you end up doing really random things that don't get you progress. And our, our bodies are not designed to heal randomly. Like houses are not built randomly. You know, like, I think I'll build this room and I think I'll build that room. They have architects, houses have blueprints, and they are built by having a plan. Our bodies are the same way. Our bodies don't randomly heal they heal with plans. So if you're needing a guide, if you are like, I need someone to work with who can help me build this plan, who's been there before, I would love to be your guide and help you build your own custom protocol that is designed to fit you and your needs and your health goal. So you can stop trying random diet restrictions and supplements and wasting time at doctor appointments that aren't working. 
I can tell you now, on average, our students see 80% reduction in their symptoms in three to six months. So the timeline you're looking at to hit your goals is three to six months from starting working with us. In modules one and two of my program, The Better Belly Blueprint, you'll collect data that will be the backbone of your plan to heal and give you the insights you need on how to create that blueprint or that so to say, the blueprint for healing your body. In modules five and six, you're gonna get the template of your plan and then tweak it for your needs based on the lab results that you get. You're gonna be able to work the plan then with lifetime access to support from me and my team. Just go to betterbellytherapies.com slash blueprint to join today. And just a heads up, the Pro Better Belly Blueprint right now is $5.97 today when you pay in full, but that price is going up January 1st. On January 1st, the price is going up to $9.97. So if you buy today before January 1st, you can save $400 or you can lock in our payment plan and pay as little as $117 when you pick the six-month payment plan and join before January 1st. You can literally be done with your healing by the time you're payment plan is done based on our average results. So if you want to heal your brain fog, bloating, constipation, diarrhea, PMS, irritability, anxiety, eczema, rashes, acne, chronic sinusitis, extra weight, we have helped every single system of the body. We have helped autoimmune conditions, rheumatoid arthritis, fibromyalgia, Crohn's disease, ulcerative colitis. We've helped all these things and more through my Better Belly method that you learn in the Better Belly Blueprint. If you have any questions on our program, we have a frequently asked questions page at the bottom of our blueprint page, like information page, just go to betterbellytherapies.com slash blueprint, scroll to the bottom and you can see our fact page or click the link in the show notes. And we have a link that goes directly to our frequently asked questions. If you have more questions that our fact page doesn't answer, send me a DM on Instagram at betterbellytherapies, or just click the link in the show notes and it'll take you to our Instagram page. I want you to have a confident plan for 2024. No more floundering, just lifetime access to support to get the help you need that your doctors aren't giving you. Again, go to betterbellytherapies.com slash blueprint to join today, save money, heal your body, get the plan and see the results that you have been looking for without wasting any more time or money on things that aren't working. And with that, that is the last episode of the year. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy new year. I am so excited to be with you guys in 2024. If you have not subscribed to our podcast yet, this is your first time listening in or first few time, go and hit subscribe. We have amazing podcast episodes. I'm already planning for the new year on how to afford health better and what my health maintenance routines look like. And if you have a topic you want a to hear about on the podcast, let me know on my Instagram or send me an Ask Allison question and I will answer your question on the podcast in 2024. I cannot wait to help you support your health there so you get free of your worst symptoms and hit all your health goals for now and beyond. See you guys next year. Hey friend, I hope you loved this episode. If you've been a fan for a while or newly loving this podcast, can you do me a favor? Drop into Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. 
When you leave a review, you do so much. You help me know you're listening. You can tell me what you're loving so I know what to make more of. And you help others by boosting this podcast so other people like you can find the podcast too. I mean, it's a win, 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 right? So if you want a way to pay it forward, just go to Apple Podcasts or click the link in my show notes and leave a rating and review. And if you want some more free stuff, just head over to my free Facebook group, betterbellytherapies.com slash Facebook, and you can get access to all of my free support for you, including some Facebook group exclusive stuff like my podcast episode vault, where you can search the Better Belly podcast by topic and find exactly what you need to expedite your healing. I cannot wait to see you in there. Catch you guys next week.